never ending story. Hello! And welcome to the Photo Weekly, the greatest podcast about the FOTL. Here are your hosts, Slappy Pappy and Red Rascal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Photo Weekly. Come for the stats, stay for the tangents. Holy moly, we're back for week two of season seven. Can you believe it? I, I mean, I actually can't believe it. Slappy, do you want to tell me right now how great Station Eleven was, or do you want to beat around the bush some? Oh, wow, we're just going to jump right in, huh? I mean, I've um, been waiting to hear from you. You like teased me with like the first two episodes review, and then you just bailed. And well, I was in a, right. I was in a full on panic attack, and the only thing that could have saved me was some reviews of some post apocalyptic currency. And here I am, ladies and gentlemen, to bail you out of your panic attacks. Uh, I I promised our listeners that I would do my homework and that I I would watch this completely ridiculously concepted show about Shakespeare being the currency of the future. Um, And I started watching it and I, I have to say, I, I think I'm on episode four or five and I do feel like you misrepresented the, uh, the concept because yes, while it does follow a Shakespeare troupe, in a relatively post-apocalyptic world, I wouldn't fucking say that the the they're positing that the currency of the future is is art, and that, well, maybe you that... should watch the rest of the season. <laughs> okay, well, all um, all right. Well, what I'm saying is that uh, up to season five, um, season five, up to episode five, uh, it's fucking awesome. Uh, it's a fucking great show. The acting is amazing. The storytelling is amazing. The world that they're creating, the the post-apocalyptic world, in comparison to the modern-day world that they have, you know, very well communicated, it's all amazing. It's a fucking amazing show. There's nothing I can say that critiques it other than the Cliff's Notes that you gave me made me laugh out loud at the pretension of high art being what's most important when the world has shut down but you know again i'm only halfway through the the season but that's my that's my official review you should watch it everyone should watch it all right what else is going on what else are you the, doing in your life the prophet has spoken um i i actually just had a meeting tonight with my <laughs> with my fucking shakespeare company um oh, weird how that panned out we're preparing for the apocalypse. Um, and uh, no, we're rich as fuck, but yeah, exactly. All Shakespearean actors are known for their fucking wealth. Um, yeah, no, uh, fuck. I mean, it was a good meeting. I took the dogs for a hike today. Um, I don't know, man, what's going on with you? You had a panic attack. Do you want to talk about it? Cool. You know, um, Rascal has a pretty straight rule of just don't eat edibles and you'll have a good time. And, you know, then I ate some edibles. So it was after a three, it was on a, uh, the first time we were away from Bobby, 
together on a ski trip with a bunch of friends, and I think it was a lot of combination of drinking and eating poorly and smoking all weekend and taking edibles and also physical exhaustion of skiing for three days in a row. And But anyways, I went to the bad place for about an hour. The only thing that brought me back was Laura watching a monk on her phone in the bed next to me, and that was able to distract my active what imagination. What kind of monk? Like Monk, the TV show. Oh, Monk. <laughs> I'm thinking this like Monk giving like a sermon and like a talk about how. That would have been sweet, actually, know, I think. We are one with the universe. And you were like, oh, that brought me. And no, you're talking about Tony Shalhoub yeah. solving OCD crime. Man. <laughs> um, you know that, you know what uh, Monk's about is about um, in a pre-apocalyptic era, uh, autism is the, the currency of the day. I mean, that I would believe. Not that. autism, OCD, I guess. Um, no, the uh, it was it was yeah, it was monk. It was just like something on in the background, and uh, although it's funny because Bobby, um, ever since he was a little kid, we used to have this radio station that would come on, and whenever this one song would come on, did you just say Bobby, your son, who's like a couple months old, ever since he was a little kid? Yeah, ever since he was like born. He, when a certain song came on, he'd call down. Ever since down. he was and young. <laughs> it's been ages since he was young, but ever since then, when a certain song would come on, he would just calm down and matter, matter what was going on. And so he'd like use that to our advantage. And it's, uh, the song you should look it up if you'd like to is the path of nonviolence. And it's by this, oh. uh, Tibetan monk named, uh, I can't butcher his name. Nawang Kechong. Yeah. Just don't. And just search up Nawang, N-A-W-A-N-G, um, Path of Nonviolence, and he plays this amazing flute. I think it's just Bobby's really into oh. flutes, because anytime any other song with flute comes on, he's like stoked. Like, he loves Jethro Tull. But, nice. Um, so anyways, I should have played that song when I was having a panic attack, because it would have like made me calm like Bobby, but oh, instead yeah. we just... Cello. Cello's my instrument. Adrian Monk. Uh, where he had a episode where he was like ripping off the Brady Bunch. I don't know. It was weird. My mind was doing really weird shit with it while I was trying to listen, and like I couldn't even sit up to watch it. I was so like in a bad state. Oof, that's brutal. Yeah, that's not brutal. Great. I haven't done edibles in a long time. The last time I did edibles, I had a failed attempt at doing Molly. I was uh with a couple of close friends, and we were like, "Let's do Molly." And our friend who had it was like, "Ooh, I." I really don't have much, but we could try it. And so we sat around for like an hour after doing it and none of us were feeling anything. And so we were like, all right, well, we have these weed Rice Krispie treats. Let's just do those. And so we ate those and then, uh, and then another hour passed and I was like, ah, nothing, none of this is doing anything. I'm going to bed. And, um, you woke up tripping balls. <laughs> I woke up like in the middle of the night and I was screaming at my girlfriend at the time I was like babe my my back is fused with the mattress I can't get up <laughs> I call uh, an ambulance I don't know what we're going to do with the mattress somebody somebody's got to seam seam rip my uh my back from the mattress hmm. um not yeah. great don't do drugs no. kids so since that well but do mushrooms you should oh, yeah, do mushrooms. for sure. But 
But Actually, don't... there were mushrooms I could have eaten, but I didn't. And for some reason, I ate the brownies. I would have had way better time if I ate the mushrooms. I don't know that you would, based on the headspace you were in. I feel like it's probably good that you did not. You know, what's really weird is that I would agree with you from the outside, but, like, mushrooms and I always have a good time. And, like, I just think, I just think, I don't even know, man. The timing of it was all weird. I mean, Laura wasn't convinced it was actually even the edibles because I didn't eat that much. I really did not eat a lot. It may have just been, like, a full-on anxiety attack, but, man. Yeah, maybe. It was, it was not no bueno, and... Unfortunately, your boy's sober tonight for the podcast, so if my energy drops from last week... Oh, my God. Write an Why email at even photoweeklypodcast at gmail.com. You guys, I'm so sorry for the next hour. <clears throat> this is going to be so painful for all of us. No, I did. I, I'm substituting alcohol with peanut M&Ms, so we're good to go. All right. All right. Well, we're not good to go, but we're less terrible to go. So should we start the podcast? We're doing a podcast? No. No, it's just you and I catching up. It's time for the lead. The top five stories this week in the FODL. Starting up in FODL E. I say up because that's where I am, so I like to think of E as the top. Some big results in week one of FODL E, but by far the biggest is Tree coming out of the gate like an ant tearing down Isengard. It's Isengard, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to keep this. With a 5-1 to one dismantling of Randy, a.k.a. Basil 4T. Tree averaged 51.81 in Fotal E. Guys, I'm not so sure this order of merit is working. Randy's sole leg was a 24 darter in the best leg of the match with some, un- with some forgettable cricket thrown in. But the real question is, who is Tree? Like, Tree, write in and tell us who you are. Like, I, I maybe I, I feel like I have been paying pretty good attention to to the rookie divisions, but I, I just I mean like I'm trying to place tree. Also, bonus points if you just write in I am Groot. I would I would laugh at that. Well, now you know the exact email to send to get yourself into that two hundred oh, uh, yeah two hundred dollar drawing at the end of the season. Moving on to photo D. What a week one in photo D. Dirty with an amazing video revealing he's indoors now and a win over Unholy Cannoli. Scooter falling 4-3 to three to the Medic with a bit of a come down from Photo Worlds Tournament. Cleaner and the Belgian winning uh, both 6-1 to one with wins over Adnec and Triple T respectively. However, we want to single out the Fireman for his statement win over newly relegated Alki winning 4-3. to three. They split cricket as well as the first four legs of 5-0-1, but the Fireman took down the LLD with a 33-darter. The only better leg was his 26-darter in leg 5. Beep-bop-boop-bop. This is what happens when Rascal writes the script. I'm proud of you for I, reading that. I didn't think you would. I read, yeah, Rascal decided that he would prep the doc this week, and, and I'm, I've been doing the editing and most of the prepping, but this week he took some of the load off my hands, and that's, um, that's what we get. That's what we get when, when Rascal preps the script. Phrasing? What do you mean, phrasing? He took some of the load off your hands and... Yeah, yeah. really feel no, appropriate. I, no, I really appreciate you. I like waited for you to just on your own hand, and I was like, "Let me take some of that from you." Well, 
Can't we do both? Yeah. Sure we can. <laughs> Moving on to Photo C. We could have chosen a lot of matches in Photo C this week, but we only want to talk about one. Did we go back in time to 2018? Because Krim is back, baby! He's back. An amazing performance from Team Big Body's most decorated member. Sorry, left-hand hooligan. Krim with a 6-2 win over Spucklander. Just insane cricket with a 3.4 and a 3.7. Kept it going in a 501 and went up 5 to nothing. Outlander won a leg and 33 darts with Krim on 14. Then Krim bounced back to win leg 7 with a 26 darter. Outlander found his form in the last leg and fired off a 26 darter of his own. Slappy, which is a bigger order? Krim happy from Taco Bell or Krim sad from Taco Bell? I feel like the Krim order is larger from Krim sad, but I feel like the more food eaten is the Krim happy. I feel like Krim finishes the meal that he orders from Taco Bell when he orders happy. But when he orders sad, he like, you know, his eyes are bigger than his, his feelings are bigger than his stomach. And he's like, I'm, I'm ordering $40 worth of Taco Bell, which we all know is, you know, not that much. (laughs) Wait, what were you going to say? Yeah, that's what I, that's where I was going. Um, and, and he'll only eat, you know, $8 worth of Taco Bell when he's sad because he'll get, you know, two chalupas in and then just be like, I fucking hate everything and just start throwing nachos bel grandes against the window. So that's... Do you have a rebuttal? What do you think? Uh, I think Krim's order from Taco Bell is always the same, happy or sad. Yeah, but how, does he always finish it? Oh, yeah, he's not a quitter, bro. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I, I know for a fact sometimes he doesn't finish it, so... um we, and we've had this discussion in Team Big Body about the standards that we try to hold ourselves to, and Krim knows where he's 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 slacking, so hopefully he'll get it back together. But where he's not slacking is darts, so congrats, Krim, on an amazing week one. Here's to hoping you keep it up. Very sex. Holy crap, did Ozilla put Photo B on alert this week. Just absolutely demolished the accountant 8-1, to one. Really driving the point home to accountant that he wishes he was in photo A. Oz with five, and that's accounting wishing he, accountant was in photo A, but you could have interpreted that as a, accountant wishing Ozilla was in photo A, which apparently is going to happen here pretty soon. Uh, Ozilla had five, yes, five bonus points this week. High NPR, high cricket throw, ton 80, a 17 darter, and a 79 checkout. <laughs> Poor accountant. Clearly was seeing a bunch of null messages in his spreadsheet, only finding his darts in the penultimate leg for a nice 17 darter. He could have had some more legs with darts at double three other legs that he lost, but Oz was too much with a 26% checkout percentage percent cent cent. Once again, Rascal setting me up for success in the spreadsheet here. I really, I really. That's just how you pronounce it. That's how it's pronounced. It's it's just really nice to know that I can trust you to have my back and not have to proofread. I can just dive right in and know that I'm going to soar. My goal is to get you to never ask me to do prep ever again. Evidently. I think I've got your message loud and clear. 
Moving on to Fodelay, for someone throwing from four feet, he sure had a bad time in week one. That's right, the surgeon goes down to left-hand hooligan 8-2, to two, winning the first and last legs, bookending it, and literally nothing in between. An impressive showing from lefty. Surge took out the first leg of cricket with a 3.5 MBR, but lefty then went on a tear, winning the next eight legs, all without giving the surgeon even one dart at an out. Finally, Lefty's scoring fell off a bit, and Surgeon was able to clean the last leg with a tidy 23-darter. This match was on cast. It was depressing to watch, and it made me sad. It made you sad. I was, you know, I was happy for Lefty. But yeah. It was happy for Lefty, but, you know, I hate to see Surge. I'm just a Surge homer, I've realized. I just want Surge to win it always. Well, of course. He's, you know, he's been with us from the beginning. I've been throwing darts with Surgeon since I was a, a wee lad in... On the Lower East Side of Manhattan, but... Uh, Almost as long as Bobby, since Bobby was a little kid. No, Bobby Bobby was a little kid decades ago. I, I've only known the surge since, like, 2007. I think that's a decade, but... That's like 15 years. So it was at least one decade. Right, but I said decades. How good are peanut M&M's, by the way? I, uh, you know, they might taste good, but they're not doing anything for your podcasting abilities. I have to be honest about it. All you're doing is mm. just mispronouncing words and and grunting all hornily into the microphone. Good, good peanut M and M. For fuck's sake! The fail of the week. You suck. This week's fail of the week goes out to one of our relatively new members. That's right, it's AZ Holdem, who threw a three against D-Offer in their match on Tuesday night. He started the turn with a 383 and got himself all the way down to a 380. It could certainly have been worse, but it could have been way more. <laughs> you wrote this part, by the way. Yeah, this was me. I did this. I wrote this. I don't know if I'm going to edit this or not. I write he got himself, me writing. <laughs> he got himself down to a 380. It could certainly have been worse, but it could way more certainly have been a whole fuck ton of a lot better. Congratulations, Hold'em, on your fail of the week. Hold'em, it was pretty light weed on fails, so don't don't feel too bad. Yeah, honestly, that's like... When I throw a three, I'm like, ah, oh, I made all three darts stick in the At board. least it wasn't a two. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'm excited for a three these days, so no judgment. Leg of the week! We knew it wouldn't be long into his first season back before this guy demanded a feature on this podcast. Outside of his delegated 12 minutes, of course. So this week's leg of the week goes out to the dragon himself. That's right. Conkrall threw a 4.24 leg of cricket against Rolling 20s in their match on Wednesday night. He started things off with a four mark into the 20s, followed that up with consecutive three mark rounds in the 19s and 18s before a devastating treble 17, single 16, treble 16, seven mark. After he watched, he threw a four mark into the 15. And if this leg couldn't have been any tidier, he closed out the bulls with two darts. Congratulations, Congral, on your leg of the week. That was pretty good pronunciation of congratulations for for you reading that cold. I expected you to stumble on that. I'm proud of you. Well, some of us have a natural ability to recite read, and the others of us are slapping. To recite read? To sight read. To recite read? 
or sight read is when you are reciting something that you're sight reading. Ah, shit. Get lawyered. I thought... <laughs> Everybody, give it up for the performance of the week. If there was any worry that this guy was going to stay down after losing in the finals last season, his utter demolition of the surgeon on Thursday night, which we already talked about in the lead, but we're talking about it again now, will put those fears to bed. Left hand hooligan came out angry with a 3.2 cricket MPR and a 77.12501 PPR. After losing the first leg of cricket to the surgeon's very respectable 3.5 MPR, he came back and took the second with a 3.2 of his own, <laughs> then took the first seven legs of 501 with outrageous 15, 17, 19, 18, 23, 20, and 17 darters that included 16 95-plus rounds and two 70-plus checkouts with a 54 percent checkout rate congratulations lefty on your outrageously well earned and rascal just changed this in the doc and didn't think i would notice that he changed this but i'm gonna read the doc because i am ron burgundy of the photal congratulations lefty on your out outrageously well earned penis formance of the week you said penis no, I said penis formants. One word. Hey, that was some good recite reading. <laughs> Thank you. I learned that word today. So did the rest of the universe. I just made it up. Damn it. I hate getting lawyered. If you will it, dude, it is no dream. What? What? Is that? Is that? Theodore Herschel's State of Israel address. If you will it, dude? Well, it was more actually, it's actually a... a Quote from the Big Lebowski where they were... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. That. Yeah. Speaking of the Big Lebowski and actors in that, um, have you been watching the latest season of uh, Royal Gemstones? No, but... Was it you that told me about how good it is? Somebody have you not watched even the first season? No, I need to watch it. Oh my god, what are you even doing? There's a lot of edibles. Yeah, you're edibling your life away. You're not watching that. Have you watched vice principals or or eastbound and down definitely eastbound and down i've watched you haven't watched vice principals i think i've like i think i was like watching it It was like mid to the middle of the season i didn't understand the plot line so i had to stop i don't know if i can continue this relationship i I just feel like i'm doing all the work for both of us that's absolutely fair (laughs) i don't even mean the podcast i mean like i know i I get it the consuming of the American cultural zeitgeist. I, I, I just can't do it all by myself. I just think you need to finish the last five episodes of Station Eleven and get back to me on my currency thesis. I feel like you need to watch like entire series of other oh, shows. You know what? This this is a good this is a good question and good change. Okay. Hit me. What's the what do you think is the number one thing that you haven't seen that people would be like, oh you should have seen? I'm really I'm I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. Like I I have an immediate answer. Same one as me too. Like I'm I'm gonna get shunned from this community. Like the photo community in particular, I feel like is gonna get really really mad at me for this one. But you know what? Like I am who I am. Uh, I guess it's time to air it all out there. It's heavyweights with Ben Stiller, isn't it? 
fuck you. That's way more. I would be way, way more offended if I was listening and I, and I had said that. No, heavyweights, like, I could quote front to back. Um, Throw it over. But it would smoosh. Um, no. I've never seen... Uh, I'm going to say it out loud. I'm going to say it out loud. I've never seen The Godfather. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. So, did I ever tell you about it? I got really into um, Ted Lasso. Wait, you, yeah. Yeah. And then I got once the season two ended, I like wanted more Ted Lasso content, but there wasn't any. So then I found out Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent, has an amazing yeah. podcast. Um okay. called um called uh Films to Be Buried With. And the <sighs> premise is he brings on a celebrity and tells them they've died and he asks them to recount their life. Uh when they get to heaven they, they realize everyone in heaven's obsessed with films and they ask them to recount their life through film so it's like what's the first film you remember seeing what's your favorite film it's got some really good questions like um it's called one category is called uh troubling boners and worrying wide-ons and uh, it's a <laughs> movie you found sexy that you should not have found sexy uh, okay um, it's just an amazing podcast check it out i would recommend starting with Patton oswalt because he's just they have great energy um, i love that guy and then any of the guys from ted lasso are great like um, he doesn't have Sudeikis on yet. I think that's like to be to be coming. But him and uh, Hannah Waddingham, who plays the yeah, owner, who's a mega yeah. babe. Uh, <laughs> you and Beef Easy have the same taste in women. <laughs> oh, I just want her to step on my genitals. Oh, she's so hot. Oh my goodness. Um, but anyways, it's an amazing. I cannot recommend the podcast enough. But he always gets frustrated because people always list the one of the questions: is What's objectively the greatest movie of all time and people always answer the godfather and he likes the godfather but he gets frustrated so apparently you're not missing out on what brett goldstein thinks is the greatest film of all time right but according to everybody else i am missing out yeah okay so he often makes the point that that's like a lazy pick well i mean you know things are classics for a reason you know i had bread and toast yesterday bread and toast i had toast with butter on it yesterday for breakfast which I never mm, do. You had bread and toast, so like I had one bread was warm and, and one yeah. was just normal room temperature. Exactly, and it, you know what? Overrated. Uh, but just toast with butter, buttered toast, like it's a so fucking good. classic for a reason. It's goddamn delicious. You don't need more than that. You know what mine is? Uh, I haven't seen The Wire. <laughs> All right, uh, now you're just playing JV. I haven't seen The Wire either. Really, I haven't seen Breaking Bad either. Oh, I've seen Breaking Bad. Uh, but I assume you've seen The Godfather. So so now I we're even. Yeah, so, all right. I've got Breaking Bad on you. You've got Godfather on me. And uh, and we meet in the middle on, on The Wire. I'm surprised, like, Beef didn't make you watch The Godfather. Like No, he was, tra- he was pushing The Wire on me, honestly, a lot. And I was hmm. like, I'll get to it. But, uh... But I never did. Just because I, the amount of people who have told me how obsessed I'd be with The Wire, I'm like, well, I don't have time for that. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I get it. I say, I say, I don't have time for that. As someone who watched 40 seasons of Survivor over the pandemic, so I'm completely yeah. full of shit when I say I don't have the time. I'm just saying, like, I haven't been in the mood for that. I don't want heavy right now. 
That's um, like when people tell me, you know, hey, you would really enjoy doing a podcast once a week. And I'm like, mm, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, but you mean it when you say that. But, but hey, I'm making time for it. Uh, that's why I love you, baby. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what the fuck you did this week. If $200 isn't enough incentive, <laughs> then I don't know. We're not going to make it 300 So anyway, here he is. It's Rascal. Rocket flights in the sky. Tops, tops for Josh. I. Don't do math like a rook. Go, you'll see the crim look. It's Rascal's mailbag. It's Rascal's mailbag. Ooh, that got a little flat there at the top. Yeah, you were all over the place, honestly, this well, time. Well, it's hard to sing when you're like keep trying to keep your voice down because your kid's asleep in the other room. Yeah, you started. You usually start way higher than that. And I feel mm-hmm. like you starting mm-hmm. in your chest voice really fucked you up there. It really did. It really did. Yeah. It was a tough jump. An octave interval was tough at the end there. I mean. Hey, guys. If, if you... <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Go, go. Hey, guys. It's me, Rascal. We got some emails this week. Thank God. Uh, first one's from Duncan Elston saying, you're back and so am I. And for some reason that makes me feel like a Rickroll. You're back and so am I. Oh, nice. Duncan says, you sound really good there. Thanks. I, I've got really self-conscious after you called out my rascals. You gotta really get like a full on, uh, like symphony version. So I don't have to sing it every week. Calling yeah, we have Chad a lot of musicians. Reap. Calling we Chad have... Reap. Calling the offer. Yes. Chad. Offer. Duncan, I mean, Fireman, you guys are all musicians. Send us some fucking licks. Give us, give us some headers. We're, we're tired of, tired of all this bullshit. Make it nice. Make it nice for for us. Exactly. Do our job. Anyway, read this. Duncan says, yo, what is up, boys? Glad you're back, even if only for a week. First things first, (laughs) Rascal is correct. It's pulling the football out from under someone. I would expect someone as well-versed in the English language as Slappy would be able to wrap his head around this, but I guess I'm wrong. Hey, Duncan, you've always been a man of quite a lot of intelligence, and um, you could really recite-read very well, so thank you for agreeing with me. Uh, he goes on to say, so... Uh, because, uh, because his pronunciation of his own name is ridiculous, but... All I can hear is, wham, I'm wrong. Um... <laughs> Duncan says, so uh, in-person darts is a real thing. I'm, of course, using his practice for Fodal, and I'm also finding out that it adds up. Fortunately, the Annapolis Mooch Lodge pours triples for $4, but maintaining a good level of intoxication throughout a 10-hour day adds up. Poof. Rascal, when are we going to throw at Rock Falls? That's a great question. Um, do they still allow smoking indoors? Because that has a big part of why I would, don't want to go there. It's a great time with some good people. I guess I should think Oz Lefty and the medic, who isn't even a medic, who would ever do such a thing, for holding me accountable and making me actually make the trip to Maryland. Sorry for the confusion with the proposed name change. Nothing like returning to a classic without any subtle nudges from some good people in the league. Unlike <laughs> the other name that was referenced in the text group chat, there, there was a good story behind mine, but I also know it was dumb, lol. Anyways, not expecting to win the email of the week, but I figured out with, I'd catch up with you all because I missed you, sad face. Oh. I'm assuming that someone has already notified your dad's GF about the return of the pod, or did we lose her to Game Scream? Please keep it up, and Rascal, enough of the talk on both of our ends. Let's fucking hang out, bro. Sign the fire, man. Yeah, Duncan, we definitely need to get out, dude. Uh, part two, Duncan says, a uh, new email. 
I don't know if this counts as two entries in two. We'll have to discuss later. Uh, lo, 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 I sent the last email before getting into the discussion of my lack of a new nickname, deciding to keep my current nickname. <laughs> There's a lot of layers to the nickname The Horn, but it's mostly based off of Maynard Ferguson's recurring album title, MF Horn, which there are three volumes of. My best friend in college and I used to smoke and then listen to Maynard vinyls to throw dart and throw darts. Honestly, still dumb in comparison with the Fireman. Duh. And I'm extremely thankful that Rascal and Bud reached out to me about keeping my OG name. It's here to stay and will never leave. Sincerely, the Fireman. Great emails, Duncan. Email. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Even though he sided against me, uh, it's so hard to feel Thank anything but love for that guy. Yesterday. Yeah. What? No, I was just saying, boys to men, sorry. Don't do Next that. Email's... <laughs> Next email is from Eric Pitzer saying, I want you. Anytime I need to see your face, I just close my eyes and I'm taken to a place where your crystal mind and magenta feelings take up shelter in the base of my spine, sweet like a chicka cherry corn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the song until the last line in it. <laughs> hey guys, Surgeon here. One minor point of clarification from the commissioner's desk after listening to this week's podcast episode. Only the first place player in each lower division is guaranteed promotion to the summer 2022 season. Last place isn't necessarily guaranteed relegation. That will be de determined by order of merit. For example, when King Raj finishes last in photo A this season, he'll have enough merit points no matter what to stay in A. Having said that, if you're towards the bottom half of your division on merit points and you finish near the bottom, you'll likely need to go on a deep tourney run to stay up. Additionally, I do not manage the photo merch store and absolutely want to be in the running for the prize drawing. I can just hear the RCC slash SSS segments now. Let's make this happen. Don't pull this football out from under me, which, by the way, Slappy, is completely a normal saying of normal human beings that aren't. <laughs> this is a normal. fucking conspiracy. XOXO Surge. It's a pretty good email, Surge. Finally, final email is from Philip Brown titled, Does Rascal Love Me Anymore? Hello, Slappy Pappy. Writing to your podcast to tell you to dust off the suspect saloon. We've got shenanigans afoot. Many a blind eye being turned and a time to call out the perpetrators. First, <laughs> I can't read this with you giggling in the background, bro. <laughs> First, does Rascal even like me? He has said he was a friend at a time before, but he vexes me terribly. He doesn't show <laughs> attorneys easily accessible to his area to have a beer and chuck tungsten with LHH but proclaims his excitement to travel to Syracuse for Christ's sake to see Roger King. Okay, first of all, I'm not excited to see Roger King. I'm excited to see Deadhead Darter. Mm. But also Roger King. Oh. Second, if anyone was thinking it's not true, I'm just going to come out and say it. Sweats is a dick. Seems to be <laughs> folders don't believe that. Seems to be fullers that don't believe it to be true. Well, those persons are prob the same persons who believe that Biden won the election. You know, my boy DJT was fine, dirty, and sweats as a. <laughs> and third, I'm being treated worse than any folder has ever been treated by these fake eight players. <laughs> this witch hunt that they've started has gone too far. This is only game week two. I've scheduled both opponents for their choice of night. They pick Tuesday. Both opponents message me Monday and say they need to reschedule. 
Is it no surprise that this method was tested last season and is now being employed again? And by whom, you all must wonder? None other than Raj and his lackey, Prez Surge, of course. <laughs> Have a great pod, Slappy. You my fave, especially when you say sex. Left-hand hooligan. P.S. I miss you, miss you rascal. Um, uh, lefty, that was uh, the best email, obviously, is going to win this week. Yeah. You're obviously entered into the drawing. Also, Lefty, sex. Also, Lefty, um, like, I'm the biggest libtard in the entire world, and I'm throwing all my weight behind left-hand hooligan and all of his theories for this season. You can put the, put the slappy note of approval and endorsement behind left-hand hooligan's theories. I'm, I'm on board. Well... If Spotify thinks they're going to have Left Hand Hooligan and Red Rascal on it, they're wrong. Because I don't like this misinformation that Left Hand Hooligan is spreading. No, I'm just kidding. Lefty, you... I do love you. The only reason I didn't go to uh You think you Maryland could take a break from your red peanut M&Ms to get through this How did segment? you know that one was a red one? What do you... Because I can hear it in the way you're fucking chomping on it. You're like, oh, red. Uh, lefty, it's... <laughs> I was trying to give you time. You were the one talking over me, and so I kept eating my. I'm sorry, I was talking. It's hard to get a word in edgewise sometimes. Or let me chew on some ice and drink some water. Uh, the only reason I didn't go to Maryland is because my kid had COVID. It wasn't because I uh, didn't want to see you. Um, wow, he pulled the vid card. Can you believe yep. this, Lib? Unbelievable. Yep. I do. I do miss you, and I do love you. And so much I'm going to vote for you to win this week's award. We need to make a note in who you got. We also, you know, I kind of agree with Serge that we should throw his name in for last week. No, because they didn't know for last week. It starts this week. What? What is the intention is not relevant. We're the ones intending things. What the fuck? does that mean we're the ones intending things no we're the intenders you sent that email in september it starts this season yeah that's how email. good it is week one surge week two it wasn't that good it wasn't that Lefty. good it was the best of last week because he was like who do you uh, you know what would blah hey, blah blah the king of shit mountain is still a king <sighs> yeah but the king of shit mountain from a previous reign doesn't get to make laws in the new rain. Have you ever heard the reigns of Castamere? Doesn't ring a bell. And who are you? The proud lord said that I must bow so low. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but that did remind me that I recently watched. And honestly, God, we get so drunk on this podcast. I might have already talked about this, but I recently on a plane watched... And by recently, I mean, like, it was, it could have been. Back when Bobby was a baby. Yeah. Uh, did we talk about the never-ending story? The never-ending story. Yeah, exactly. But did we talk about it on this podcast? <laughs> Why do I bother? <laughs> the never-ending story. So anyway, I watched it on a plane because I was like, oh, there's nothing else to do. And I haven't watched this movie in 30 years. Uh, and so I watched it. And 
it fucking changed my life. That movie is so <laughs> profound. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, that movie's not meant for children. Like, it's a no, kid's movie. Not. It's a kid's movie, but, like, everybody dies. And then the oh, moral... Oh, my God, that scene is so fucking brutal. That's the only thing I remember from my childhood is just being traumatized by the horse dying. But I don't remember, like, the utterly profound moral of the thing to be like, all of this was in somebody's imagination. The little queen, the queen at the end, she's like, yeah, I'm a kid. I imagined all of this. So now I'm giving you the little speck of dust and you can imagine all of this. Whereas, like, fucking kids watching this aren't getting that but me as like a 37 year old guy crying on the plane being like i'm the kid i can go create a universe i'm gonna go write a book when i get home drunk on a plane yeah it's uh ridiculously not for children but it's an amazing movie um i got some bad news uh, that was my experience flying to los angeles in august uh, Craig cut out for that, and all it came back was for you saying "drunk on a plane." But did I bore you to pretty much all the way to death? Thumbs up. That's no, I'm just kidding. It was a great story, and uh, I did. Rich, he died, and thorough. Who you got? Who will win? Who will lose? Red Rascal and Slappy Peppy choose. <laughs> oh, I choked on that one. <coughs> Last week, and who you got? It was a close one. Uh, Slappy snuck it out with 10 points to my eight. Uh, he only got two on the nose. Rascal, however, got three on the nose. We go into week two, only two points separating us. Starting up at A, Rascal, Congirl versus Surgeon. Who ya got? Ooh, this is a tough one, especially going first. Uh, is Surgeon going to rise to the challenge of playing Congirl again? Uh, or is Dragon going to unleash the flyer? Flyer? Fire. Flying fire from his mouth. The flyer. <laughs> I'm going... Sorry, Serge. Congrol. 7-3. Mm, that's exactly what I was going to say. So I will piss Surgeon off even more and go Congra 8-2. Congra 8-2. Happy. <laughs> Deadhead versus Sweats. Who ya got? Oof. Um, I mean, I will never go against Deadhead. Sweats is very good. I'm going to go Deadhead 6-4. Take that flip it and reverse it. <laughs> That's 6-4. <laughs> Rascal, Dilly versus Accountant. Who ya got? Well, this is also tough because Accountant just got demoralized by Oz. And Dilly got lucky... And his opponent had a down week last week. So I'm going to go accountant 7 to 2. Nope, 6 to 3. I will go accountant 5 4. Slappy, Doughboy versus Bud. Who ya got? This is going to be a good one. I'm going to go Doughboy 5 4. Sorry, Bud. I'm going Doughboy 6 3. Nope, I'm lying to you. I'm going, Bud. Six three. Wow. That was a big switch. Rascal, AZ Holden versus DJ. Who you got? This is tough because anytime I vote for DJ, he does bad. But anytime I vote against him, he does good. Hmm. But I want him to do good. Seems like something for the salon. I'm going AZ five to three. Okay. I will go DJ five to three. 
Slappy, the renewal of an old rivalry. Lush versus Krim, who you got? I think... I think Krim is going... I'm Krim 5-3 right now. I'm going Krim 6-2. Mm-hmm. Rascal, Medic versus Uncle Corey. C- Corey? Uncle Corky, who you got? I'm going Medic 5-1. Yeah. You know, they play more than that. 5-2. Um, I will go Medic 6-1. <clears throat> Slappy Darty versus Fireman. Who you got? Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, I'm gonna go Darty four three. Wow, I'm going Fireman six to one. Wow. Okay. Um, Rascal, hold my beer versus Tree. <laughs> Who you got? Man, I mean Tree just dominated. I'm going Tree seven zero. Nope, six zero. Wow. Uh I will go tree tree five one. Finally, Slappy Go Care versus the Law. Yeah. I'm gonna go Go Care four to two. Four uh sorry, five one. Five one go care. I'm going go kart, Queen Sleep. Sorry, they're the law. Mm. All right. Hey, that's it for us this week. Uh, if you want to write an email, you can win $200 to the photo store. Do so at photoweeklypodcast at gmail.com. That's photoweeklypodcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's been uh, somewhat fun. I ate a lot of M&Ms and uh, <laughs> I got to sing the never-ending story. Na-na-na, na-na-na, na-na-na. It's a great one. Also, did we mark down uh, our winner for the week who was officially? Oh, we did. Oh, we did. In the year-to-date tab. Where? As always, I'm Red Rascal. <laughs> and I'm Slappy Fucking Pappy. Please make us some music to fill this area. We gotta come up with a new ending, too. How are we gonna end this thing? Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. Let's... Let's play a, a game of rock, paper, scissor. And, uh... Just you tell scissor. me what... Yeah, you tell me what you had first. Um, okay, I had whatever beats what you had. Okay, rock, paper, scissors, so shoot. What'd you get? Scissors. Oh, I had I had rock. Sorry, man. Ooh, that's okay. I got these choices. Uh, yeah, but I won rock, paper, scissors, so I get to I get to take those M and M's from you. Sorry. Come and take them. Well, I'm not going to, it's, you say that like it's going to be like a battle or something, but I mean, it's already, it's a done deal. It's, there's no fight. I already won the fight. Yeah, well, that's like, tell that to all the, um, come and take it Confederate flags I saw in West Virginia driving up to Snowshoe this weekend. They they lost the battle. They don't, they don't know it. Well, I mean, by law, they know it because they live by American law, not Confederate law. So. Seems like, Unless seems like they, seas, and then they live by maritime law, which is heavily influenced by Confederate maritime law. So, I, I can't speak to that. I mean, all I know is I know that's why I chose it, so I could wax poetic about shit that you have no ability to tell me I'm wrong about. Yeah, you're probably full of shit. 
but oh, I'm not probably. I'm not going to challenge it because what about fifty dollars? Because I speak American. You no, I don't want to bet fifty dollars. On a hundred. Okay, I'll bet a hundred. Nope, I won't. You've been listening to the Photo Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch every Monday through Thursday on twitch.tv slash fodartly. The opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the casters and do not represent the photo. Any and all questions may be directed to the law.